Welcome to Presence Church Sermon of the Week. For more information about this podcast and other resources, visit PresenceOC.org. Kids are having fun. Oh my goodness. Wait, what? Oh, if you're in the sun and you get hot, get in the shade because it's going to get hotter. And I'm going to try to find the right spot because I'm six foot four and I have to find the right spot. I'm up here with the sun. Father, we just thank you for this morning. (laughs) Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you for Sunday. Thank you for this wonderful, glorious, beautiful, sun-shining day. We thank you for perfect weather right now. We thank you for your love for us, God. I thank you for your peace that you're blanketing over every person at church today, right now. I just see God is taking anxiety and ripping it off of lives today, right now. God has peace for every single one of us. Blood-bought peace for every single one of us. Not as the world gives, but on the inside. By the power of the Holy Spirit. So, Father, I pray that you'd release peace over the church today. I pray you'd release boldness over the church today. I pray we could have a really, really good day and be filled with some joy because you're good and you love us. We thank you, Jesus. Amen. Amen. All right. You guys, how is everybody doing? Everyone's so quiet today. It's hot. Everyone's like, oh, my God, I get to Sunday. You guys are so awesome. I know. It's okay. It'll help me. Okay, guys. Oh, thanks. If you got a Bible, you're going to go to Isaiah. Isaiah chapter 53. Isaiah 53. Got some new faces. Um, Isaiah 53. Couple things we're going to be going on today. I actually had a different, a different plan earlier this week. Last week we talked, um, we talked a bit, and I had planned that this week we would chat about imitating Jesus, but that all got scratched. I really feel like God wants me to just rip into this idea of peace. The idea that God wants peace for every single one of us. Okay, an internal peace. And I just, I have a feeling that there's, there's a lot of changes happening in a lot of individuals. It might not be for everybody. And if you're already walking in so much peace, you're like Jesus in the boat, sleeping, sleeping in the midst of a storm. You're feeling great and dandy. Well, then you go ahead and keep resting right now, okay? Because some of us need to understand how to rest and get some peace on the inside. So that's really the heart of my message today. We're going to be delving into that. Um, we're going to go out of Isaiah 53 and also John uh, chapter 14. We'll turn there in a second. Um, quick story, though, about this passage. I think it's so fun. But I, was, um, I went to Israel. Have any of you ever been to Israel? Anybody? Like five people? Wow. We need to do like an Israel yes! trip. Yeah? Presence OC Israel tour, maybe, you know, next year. Um, anyways, last time I went to Israel, I was on an airplane. And, and if you don't well, if you've never been there, then you definitely wouldn't know this. But on the airplane going to Israel, the Jews love to pray. All right? And so what they do is, well, all the guys and girls, they always separate. So we were in the back of the plane, and the guy Jews would get up and go all the way to the back, like right next to where we were sitting, and they would crowd into this back 
um, area where they have all the food and the stewards and everything. The stewards just basically give them free reign back there. It's great. So they all go back there and they all start rocking, you know, and they just start praying all together. They all have their crazy stuff on. They're awesome. They're just going rocking it out. And, uh, and I was sitting back there. I'm like, wow, this is awesome. You know, I'm sitting on my chair. They're all just piling back. They're like all around my seat. And I'm looking at all of them. I'm just so interested in them. I'm so interested in their culture. So I, I asked one of them, I said, hey, what are you praying? And then he starts telling me whatever he's praying. I already forgot it. But he was telling me what he was praying. And I said, that's so awesome. And we started talking about, uh, he said, you know, are you Jewish? And I was like, I'm a true Jew. I go, I go, I go, Yeshua, Jesus, he's my Messiah, you know? And they go, oh man, he's really interested. He goes, that's really interesting. So this guy goes back to his seat and they all leave. But then this one guy, actually there's two of them, but I'm going to highlight one of the stories. It's crazy. One of the guys keeps going back and forth. So he goes and sits down and then he'd come back and talk with us a little more. And he'd say, there's just something about you. I just want to talk to you. And I said, have you ever read Isaiah 53? And he says, no, I've never read that. And we said, it's about Messiah and how, how Messiah would come and die for us to forgive us of our sin. And I just started telling him, he goes, wow, you know. So he goes back to his seat, reads Isaiah 53. He comes back again. He goes, he goes so uh, he starts asking more questions about it. And then he says, you know, he goes, I was in, in uh, they go to a school, it's called Yeshiva anyways, but they, he's like, I was part of school, I've done all this stuff. He goes, I studied the Bible, and he's like, none of it made sense. And then all of a sudden he had this moment in the airplane, and he goes, he goes, it just all makes sense now. <laughs> he goes, he goes, it just all makes sense now. And he's standing there, and he's like, I just love you guys. And we're like, we love you too. And... Uh, and then my buddy goes, well, why don't you just receive Messiah Jesus right now, man? Like, and he's like, okay, yeah. He's like in the, in the walkway of the airplane, starts praising Jesus and receiving him into his life. And just like being like, dude, you're Messiah. And he's just seeing it through the Old Testament, how Daniel prophesied that there would be a certain amount of years and a certain time this Messiah would come. And he was like, I just don't get it because Messiah was supposed to come 2,000 years ago. But like, I just don't get it. And they're like, He did. His name's Jesus. And then he read Isaiah. He goes, it just all makes sense now. And it was like a big like, light bulb went off, you know? Anyways, this passage is really, really powerful. Really powerful. I've seen videos of people just walking around in, in Israel, just like reading this passage to people. And people are like, who is this about? You know? And they're absolutely tripping because it's just so clearly about Jesus. Here we go. I'm going to start with verse 2. We proclaimed his presence as a child, as a root in a thirsty land. He had no form or glory, and we saw him, and he had no form or beauty. But in comparison to all men, his form was lacking in honor. He was a man in suffering, and he knew how to bear sickness. His face was turned away, and he was dishonored and not esteemed. He bears our sins and suffers for us, yet we considered him to be in pain, suffering, and ill treatment. But he was wounded because of our lawlessness and became sick because of our sins. The chastisement of our peace was upon him, and by his stripes we are healed. All we have, li 
like sheep have gone astray. Man has gone astray in his way, and the Lord delivered Jesus, him, over for our sins. He didn't open his mouth. He was like a sheep led to the slaughter. Yes? Okay. Wow. By the way, the Old Testament is awesome. You guys just read it in like the light of, like we're Christians. You get to read it. You get like the end of the book before, like you understand the end of the story. So then you like go through, it's like watching a movie, but you like know all the little nuances. You get to read the Old Testament. It's all this like shadow of Jesus. You're like, wow, you're everywhere. You're popping on every page, Jesus. You're all over the place. Um, Two words. Jesus gives us peace. Say peace. Peace. And he heals us. Say healing. He's got peace and he's got healing for you today. John chapter 14, Jesus is talking to the disciples and he says, he says, I'm going to go away. I'm going to go away. Don't let your hearts be troubled. Don't, don't be afraid. Don't be afraid. He says, I'm going to give you the Holy Spirit. He says, I'm going to give you the Holy Spirit. You know, it's really natural for humans to get afraid. It's really natural for us as people to be anxious, and to get afraid in our lives. Yeah? yeah? Is there any real, like, humans out there? Let's go. Like, it's very natural. It's okay. Don't beat yourself up if you've been feeling anxious. But I want to tell you, there's peace for you. Jesus says, i got peace to give you, but not as the world gives you. How does the world give peace? In the world, you get peace by getting things which give you a feeling of security. Yes? In the world, you get stuff. You get stuff. Houses, money, cars, whatever stuff. The way people treat you, you get stuff from the outside in, and it gives you peace. But it's temporary, right? All of a sudden, a storm comes, your house blows away. What happens to you? Oh, my God, my house. What am I going to do? Any humans out there? (laughs) That's how the world gives peace. The world gives peace from the outside in. Jesus says, I have peace for you, but not as the world gives. Some of us are looking for peace from Jesus, but what you're looking for is an answer to a prayer, and then you'll get peace. And he says, I don't give peace that way. Oh my gosh, I hope you're catching this one. He doesn't give peace from the outside in. He says, I have peace for you, but not as the world gives. How does he give us peace? He says, I give you the Holy Spirit. There's this giant bee beetle flying under the awnings. Half of you guys are like, ah. He gives peace from the inside out, from the inside first. Your outside circumstances don't have to dictate your life. The Bible says that the wicked The wicked flee when no one pursues them. How silly does that sound? The wicked flee when no one pursues them. Guys, are you following with me? How silly does that sound? No one's pursuing you and you're running. That's in the imaginations of man. That's in our anxieties and our fears where you're worried about a situation that's never even happened yet. Are there any humans out there? (laughs) It's a very normal human thing to do. 
The wicked flee when no one pursues them. But good thing, God's not calling us to that life. He wants something better for us. Don't shame yourself if that's been you, if you've been feeling anxious. I've had a lot of anxiety lately. It's okay. Jesus says, come to me, cast your burdens upon me. (laughs) He didn't say shame on you for having burdens. No. He's like, it's okay. The scripture we just read, it says that it was born, it was laid upon him. It was laid upon him. Grief, sorrow, pain, literally getting whipped. Stripes, that's what it means. Bruises, stripes, laid on him. Why? So that you could have peace from the inside. God takes your peace very seriously. Oh, God takes your peace very seriously. How seriously? The blood of Jesus. Oh my gosh. Holiness. Hmm. I see a giant foot coming from heaven and smashing lies right now. He literally wants to, listen, lies produce anxiety. They're thoughts that replay in your mind. See you later, sayonara. The wicked flee when no one pursues them. Let me finish the sentence. But the righteous are as bold as lions. Yeah. How do we get to that place? Because some of us not, might not feel like a lion right now. Some of us might feel like a lion. We're like prowling around. We're like excited for life. Some of us are like, oh my God, how am I going to get through today? Yes? How do we get to that place? I had this dream a while back that I just love this dream, and I, I constantly come back to it in my thoughts. You guys ever have a dream where it's so impactful? You find yourself thinking about it years and years later. You just, you're just, you all know, something happens, all of a sudden you go right back to that dream. This encounter with God. Some of, maybe time, sometimes it's not even dreams, it's just encounters. So God did something in your life, a testimony, and you start to think back on it, you're like, wow. You're like, okay, I feel horrible or I'm going through this, or I'm going through that, or this happened to me, or that happened to me. And God just starts to, like a big light, just like, remember this? You know, you overcome the enemy by the word of your testimony. It's good to remember what God's done in your life. Another human syndrome is forgetting. Another human syndrome is forgetting. That's why church is so fun, too. That's just one little aspect. We get to remind each other. Mm. I had this dream. In this dream, I was at a school, and I'm in a bungalow. And this guy is in the dream, and I'm looking at this guy. I'm like, dang. Looking at him like, this guy's got some demons. I'm thinking this in my dream. So in my dream, I go, get out of him in Jesus' name. And the guy looks at me pissed off. I mean, he's mad. I probably shouldn't say that word. Sorry. He looks at me like he's really mad. And I, and I look at him and I go, I think, I think, uh-oh. I go, it's the devil himself in my dream. I go, I couldn't cast out the devil out of this guy because it wasn't the devil. And I look at him. And in the dream, I'm looking at him. He's looking at me and he's real mad. I'm like, I'm like dang, uh, what do I do? You know, like it's the devil. So I'm like, I'm out of here, man. I book it out of this room. I jump out of the front door. I start running down this dirt road that's actually a lot like this one right here. And as I'm running down this dirt road, the devil's chasing me. And I'm thinking, oh, man, 
I couldn't cast the devil out of the devil. What do you do for that? And I'm running. I'm like, oh my God. I'm like, and so I'm running down the street just like this. Wow, I love how this is exactly like my dream. And I'm running down this path. He's running behind me and I'm terrified. I'm afraid. I have anxiety. I'm freaking out. Anybody ever feel like that? Yeah. Ah. And as I'm running, this is so fun. As I'm running, all worried, I start to keep, I keep running and I start to go up into the sky. And I'm running, I'm like, and then I start thinking, oh my gosh. And I'm looking down, like I'm gaining height. I'm like, I'm actually getting higher. And I look up into the sky as I'm running and there's a giant cloud and the cloud is the face of a lion. All right. And he was a really nice lion. He was chilling, very peaceful, calm. Wow. Kind of lion, you know? Yeah. And I was just looking at him like, whoa, I start to forget this guy's chasing me, but I kind of still remember this guy's chasing me. And I keep running, going up. Next thing you know, I run into this cloud in the sky and I go into the lion's mane, the hair, you know, for those people who are not National Geographic followers, the mane of the lion and it's in the cloud. And when I come into the mane, the cloud of the lion, I wrap up my body like I'm a baby in a womb, like a baby in a womb, curled up. Complete peace comes over my whole body I absolutely forget about some bad guy chasing me. And I am completely content in the presence of the living God. Okay? Wait, wait, it gets better. It gets better. It gets better. The dream didn't even end. Listen to this. So I'm in the main and I'm looking at the side of the face of the lion who is very nice to me. Very peaceful, calm, gentle, sweet, cuddly, furry. You know what I'm saying? Well, it'd be more cloudy, but whatever. I'm hanging out in him and I'm resting and I'm looking at his face. It's so calm. And then all of a sudden I see him looking down towards the ground and I see the lion bare his teeth and he roars and he goes straight down. And at that moment I remembered, oh, there was a bad guy chasing me and God was taking care of him. <laughs> yeah. Wow. Well, I just want to tell you that Jesus has this available for us. My peace do I give you, but not as the world gives you. I'm giving you the Holy Spirit. It's okay to get spiritual, church. It's okay to get really spiritual. It's okay. It's good. It's actually on the inside that you need your heart worked out. You need a connection with the living God. You need a connection with him where you're engaged with him, praying to him, telling him how you feel. Is this real? This is like human life right here. We go through this stuff. I don't care if you're Bill Johnson. I don't care if you're Paul the Apostle. Shoot, I don't care if you're Jesus. Jesus was in the garden praying, Father, if there's it. By the way, that was his blood. I'm doing that. I'm also hot, but he goes, Father, he's got blood coming down. If there's any other way, let this cup pass from me. But he's praying. He says to the disciples, don't fall asleep. Pray lest temptation come upon you. Wow. Even Jesus. 
And the human, the human instinct is to just bear through and be like, oh, one day we got to just maybe get through that. I just don't know if I can. Anybody else feel like that? Human? Anybody else human? Yeah. Yes, that happens. But God wants us to have peace. But I'll tell you this. There's a place of revelation and then there's a place of encounter where you just say, all right, I'm going to actually pray. I'm going to actually dust off the guitar and play it. I'm going to actually press, press play on my music thing for worship. I'm going to actually open up my dusty Bible that's been chilling in my backyard or something. I don't even know where you put your Bible. I'm going to actually crack it open. Oh, maybe I'll read one word today. We'll see if it's a big word or a small word. Sometimes you read a Bible word and you're like, dang, I got to look that word up. Anybody human out there? That's a big word. It's like level five reading level. Okay. <laughs> it's like written by fishermen. All right. Oh, that's funny. Where you go? Oh, Jesus. Guys, we got to crack our Bibles open. Not to be like, just like, I'm doing my religious rituals for the day. Crossed off my T's, dotted my I's. I am a robot Christian. Did what I need to do. No, your heart depends on it. Encounters with God. Where your heart is saying, I'm being real Jesus about how I feel, what I'm going through, my future. And then you got to get to a place where you're saying, I trust you. Where hope starts to rise up in you where your future doesn't freak you out. Apologize if the word freak is a bad word for some of you. That doesn't scare you. I've had people come up to me after church sometimes like, you shouldn't say this or that. I'm, I'm sorry. Anyways, I'm just trying to bless it. I, I don't want my words again between you and Jesus right now. Come on. And I'm just real. Father, I just thank you right now. I thank you for peace. I thank you for love. I thank you for your presence. Yeah. Lord Jesus, you said you give us the Holy Spirit. Yeah. Guys, when Jesus left, he recognized you're going to feel alone sometimes. Yeah. He said that to the disciples. He's like, <laughs> he's like don't be afraid. You're going to start feeling like you're a little terrified at certain moments. But you're not alone. I know it looks like it because you're literally going to see me fly up into the sky, which is crazy. <laughs> like you're going to see me fly up into the sky. He did. Isn't that wild? Just think about that for a second. God flew up in the sky. Anyways. Wow. Mm. He says, you're going to feel, you're going to feel like that. You might feel alone. You might feel alone. You might feel abandoned. You might feel, God, where are you? Why do you feel like, God, where are you? Because you've experienced peace from the world from an outside in circumstantial situations. And then you're not getting what you're asking for, so you're saying, God, where are you? And he's saying, I don't give peace like the world gives peace. You could be in a jail cell and have peace. What? Is this wild or what? Oh, it's a good Newport message. I just feel it. Let's go. We're so blessed here. Oh, my gosh. Oh, Jesus. We're so blessed. Can we just thank God right now for how blessed we are? I hope 
all of us get stirred to be a blessing to everybody on the planet. You know that we're the wealthiest area and the wealthiest nation in the world? Guys, think about that. We're literally, I don't care if you're not the wealthiest of the wealthiest here, compared to the world, we are so ridiculously stupid wealthy. Yes? We shouldn't be concerned and worried about not making enough. We should be very thankful. We should be. Should is, is in italics. We should be. The reality is sometimes we don't feel like that. But we should be very thankful. God's got it all taken care of. I've got plans to prosper you and not to harm you. Plans to prosper you and not to harm you. I've blessed you to be a blessing to the nations. That's what God has said to Abraham. I believe he's saying it to our church. I've blessed you to be a blessing to the nations. God, I just pray that you'd fill us with your peace. I pray that you would rip out anxiety. I pray for godly encounters with you, Jesus. And I thank you so, so, so much for a good day. Wow. Put your hand on your heart. Say, Jesus, thank you for your peace. Just want you to see your life before you. The righteous are as bold as lions because one, you're living by his virtue. You're living by his righteousness, his grace. You're choosing to love people. And two, you're walking with a guy who's the lion of the tribe of Judah. You got a lion prowling around you right now. He walks around you. He's hanging out around you. He's looking out for you. He sees every little part of your life and he cares for you. It's not too little for him. You're not too little for him. Your situations matter to him. Your life matters to him. Your family matters to him. Yes? Lord, I thank you for this church. I thank you for these people. Can I get Stephen up here? Where's Stephen at? Stephen around? Guitar player Stephen? Oh, yeah, there he is. Don't you guys... Just love Stephen. Can you can you play the guitar for me, bro? In the shade. I feel like uh, everybody stretch your hands towards Stephen. I've been he's been on my mind lately. Come 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 right here right here. Right here. Father, I just thank you that you are releasing more for Stephen. I told, I told him this the other day, but I'm going to say it publicly. I just see new notes coming out of you, new musical notes flowing from you, flowing from your heart. I see a fire burning on the inside. God, I pray that you would light it up. God, that you would light him up, that you get him so stoked 
on, on revelations that he's getting with you, on encounters he's getting with you, Father. And I just pray for, I pray for new sounds, new music, new things. Even things he's saying from the past would come out in a fresh way in this season. Things that nobody has heard but you, that it would come out and lead others in encounters with you. Father, I pray that you'd release a supernatural anointing over him, God. A greater anointing for worship. A greater one, Father God, that you lift him up higher in Jesus' name. And we thank you for what you're doing in his life, God. Amen. God, we love you, bro. We love you, bro. You want to sing a few songs or worship a little bit? And then, and then can I get the, uh, the prayer team up here? Is there a prayer team? I know it's really warm. Make sure you find some shade. Guys, church is still church, even if it gets really, really hot pretty soon. By the way, before we end, we need help with the chairs. Um, Penny had said it, but I know some people came in later. Um, we're going to grab our chairs. If we could help stack them up, it really, really, really helps the people who serve. Can we thank the people who serve? Guys, always setting stuff up. So let's, let's help them out after. If you want to come up and get prayer, come up and get prayer. Thanks. Yes. There's, um, there's an ice chest behind me, behind the prayer team, and it's filled with a bunch of cold water. So if you want some water, uh, there's one in there for you, okay? I love you guys. Let's sing together. Can we all stand? Yes. What's that? Hey, I, I just was um, just feeling from the Lord about um, there's some people here who are really anxious about your children, whether they're young or whether they're grown up. And um, you've just been really, really worrying and worrying about them. And I just want you, want you to come up for, for prayer about that, cause, uh, about what Micah talked about. So just come up. We want to pray for you. So, so Stephen's going to lead us in one song. As he's singing, if you feel like you just want prayer, just come up and get it. You don't need to wait till the end of a song. You don't need to wait till after. But we'll sing one song together. And then if you got to go, you got to go. We absolutely love you. Get in some air conditioning. Amen. All right. Thanks for listening to the Sermon of the Week. Be sure to visit our website at presenceoc.org to find out more about Presence Church. 